Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. Emma, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. Oh, the more we record, the stranger it feels, yeah. And now that your roses bloom, a light hits the gloom in the airspace. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran. Toddler mom, baker, millennial, lover of Emma on this Valentine's Day podcast that I didn't tell Emma about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's also Emma. Wow, that was that absolutely blew me away. That was extremely <laughs> unexpected. It was so beautiful. <laughs> Literally, I remembered that I wanted to do something for Valentine's Day about 20 minutes ago. And so I've just been practicing that for 20 minutes and not really thinking of other stuff to talk about. <laughs> Um, neither have I, but that was very much like solid vocals. Do you know what I'm saying? Vocals on fleek. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was, um, I don't know if you recognized it. That was a cover. Slash, I did. That was a cover of um, Kiss from a Rose by Seal from Batman Forever. I just wanted to make sure that you knew the whole thing. This was a Batman song. I did not know it was a Batman song. I knew it from the radio growing up. <laughs> well, for you, for any reviewers who didn't recognize it, maybe they recognize it from Batman Forever. Nice. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, like I kind of ruined your your intro by just no, running into that. That was actually the best intro we've ever done. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm in a little bit of a having a weird day. Not a bad day though, because mm-hmm. I've been indoors which i'm sure we'll get into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but how are you doing um i mean now i'm really jazzed from getting to do that performance for you because i've been waiting yeah. to do that for the last <laughs> half hour um but mostly i'm tired uh Sandra yeah woke up in the middle of the night for a solid 20 minutes to yell at us about who knows um <laughs> and uh i did spend like basically after I got home from work, I just went and lay down on this fuzzy rug that we have in Sylvia's room um, and used one of her stuffed animals as a pillow and kind of let Sylvia like throw things at me, use her toy broom on my face and generally sort of romp about me as I like kind of half slept for 30 minutes. Damn. So that's my vibe. Wait, how did you get her back to sleep in the middle of the night? Oh, Stephen picked her up and rocked her until she fell asleep. Nice. Yeah, it has to be done. Has to be done. They need a rock in these babies. Works a treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it takes forever. The other night, this is like, I don't know, probably like four nights ago. Um, she woke up in the middle of the night and I she immediately like she was crying in bed. And so then I, I picked her up and was rocking her. She wasn't just going to be like shushed and padded back to sleep. And then she immediately fell silent as soon as I picked her up. I'm like, oh, perfect. She's going to go right to sleep. She's immediately soothed. And then instead, mm-hmm. um, I think I was rocking her for like 30 minutes. <laughs> it's like, first I was shushing her and then I started singing songs because so she wasn't falling asleep. And it was just like, she was just like silently staring at me for like, <laughs> yeah, 20, 30 minutes. It was so horrible and also funny. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Babies. They be crazy. They be, they crazy. be crazy. Okay, so I did. Like a week ago, I forgot to, um, I like had forgotten that I wanted to do Valentine's episode, but a week ago I had remembered this. And so I'd written down a couple things to talk about. Oh, perfect. Do we want to start out with some Valentine's related content? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. So first of all, I was, ha- I was having this conversation with Steven of just like, what even would be a movie that we would watch of being like, I want to watch some romance <laughs> on the screen of like, what would we actually watch so i was wondering if you have any highly rated romance movies it doesn't have to be like a classic romance but it could be well, like rom-com oh yeah i, I mean, mean yeah go, go it's go. already everyone knows it everyone loves mm-hmm. it but the notebook will help mm-hmm. forever have a place in my heart i did have mm-hmm. it on dvd it's it never loses its charm mm-hmm. that's a classic what's coming mm-hmm. to your mind um well what I, i'm actually shocked that you said the notebook first which i still have actually never seen and would love oh, to damn. see I know maybe I should watch that this Valentine's Day you should Um, because so I was looking up like many lists because I could I thought of essentially nothing I thought of of absolutely nothing when I first uh, was trying to come up so I was looking at lists of like romantic movies like best romantic movies and you know what is on every fucking list a series that a trilogy that 
I do not <gasps> but that you are yes. a huge fan of the before trilogy yes the before oh trilogy is on every fucking list every fucking list but the one the I, things on the list that oh no go ahead go ahead i would say the first one before sunrise is the valentine's one mm. i would not go for the other ones on a valentine's date it's not the right vibe yeah the of, first one definitely mm-hmm. Some of the Valentine's Day movies that they were calling romances were just like, oh, just because you're like showing a relationship, it's actually not particularly romantic. And it was very weird on a lot of these lists. But the movies that I would say did kind of chime with me as far as like, oh, I watched these movies. I would watch them again on Valentine's Day. One, The Shape of Water. That's a 10 out of 10 movie. <laughs> Have I you would seen not The Shape of Water? That. I did oh, see my it. God. I, it was fun. It was fun. I just wouldn't see it again. Oh my god, I would 100% watch The Shape of Water again. Love love a sea man, love a creature. So good. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Never saw love it. Them. You never saw it? Okay, we have to assign each other romances to watch at some point. I'll watch The Notebook and you have to watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That would be great. Um, yeah, great, great, um, like great soundtrack, great martial arts, I have great romance, a great Wait, love. I thought of one. You know uh-huh. what I do love is blue is the warmest color. Okay, that was on the list. I also yeah. haven't seen that. I've oh my really god, good. you have to see it. Oh, it's so good. I think Steven's seen that one and liked it. I feel like that's also like, it's like, do you need like a happy romance in order for it to be a Valentine's Day? Or can you do a sad romance? Because that's definitely sad romance category. I think it, it just depends on what kind of sadness it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you know? I... I love, um, oh, fuck. What was that movie about the long distance love that I was like obsessed with in like college? Forget what that was called. Um, mm-hmm. It's like know. two words, whatever. I'll find, I'll figure it out later. Okay. <laughs> but wait, there's another one. Oh, the one with Ryan Gosling, Blue Valentine. That's a fun, sad one. Not mm-hmm. fun, but it is sad. That's a sad one. Yeah. Sad okay. romance. So people need sad romances. Okay, a not sad romance that I really liked um, was Away We Go. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. With Maya yeah. Rudolph? Yeah, Maya yeah. Rudolph and John Krasinski are, like, pregnant and trying to figure out where they're going to live. So, like, going around exploring things. That movie's, like, come up. I've, like, ha- I've only seen it once. But it's come up in my head a number of times since, like, like when I was uh, trying to, like when I was pregnant and then thinking about like different things that I should do or not do as a parent. I think about that movie sometimes. That's so funny. funny. I'm like, maybe I didn't watch the whole thing. Cause I can't remember like a single moment from that movie. I just remember uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character where she's playing like a crazy, like hippie mom who like won't use strollers cause you're pushing your baby away. I think about, <laughs> I think about that a lot. Every time I put Sylvie in the stroller and I'm like, Sometimes I am putting in the stroller so I can push her away. Like, that is actually <laughs> the point, and it's really good for me. <laughs> uh, that's great. Those, those, are my only, those are my only movies. Do you have any other recommended romances if you want to, if somebody needs a, a romantic movie to see this, uh, this Valentine's Day? I feel like that's the list. I mean, before Trilogy is definitely top 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 dog mm. i mean eternal sunshine of the spotless mind i know it's like over yeah overplayed almost or whatever but that's a great romance i okay that one i also like yeah i, I was like trying to decide on that one of like i wonder how much i would like it in rewatching because i did used to love it um but i feel i feel like that would still hold up in a way that it other movies when i like when i think about other movies that i used to like at the same time yeah um i'm like i don't think that they would but that one was like good I watched it as an adult with Adrian because he had never seen it. And I was like, this still slaps. It's great. All right. I, I take your word for it. That movie was great. It's just it's like because like it's just weird enough. It's just weird enough that I like would still like it. Yeah. Not as weird as The Shape of Water, but um, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I love that you love Shape of Water. That is very Ooh. in character. I love that movie a lot. I, I mean, I wonder if I would love it as much seeing it a second time, but I really feel like I would. It was a fun theater experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's all I got well, for romantic movies on the top of my Like, head. I guess someone could find all the Aragorn Arwen scenes from Lord of the Rings and sure there's a smash cut of that somewhere and just watch that. That's a beautiful romance. That would be a beautiful romance, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me. Okay. And then, so I only came up with one artist for this because I was also like, um, 
like what is I was looking at Spotify like Valentine's Day playlists and like sexy nice. music because and I was just like and I was saying to Steven I'm like Ugh, music like is anything that's like supposed to be like sexy music like so corny I don't actually feel like I can really like get into like oh this music like is sexy and then I opened the playlist silk sheets on Spotify and it started with D'Angelo and I was like Oh, except D'Angelo, who is a 10 out of 10 man making 10 out of 10 music that is 10 out of 10 sexy. Like, it just is. I don't know D'Angelo well. I feel like, you know what comes up on Spotify's, like, sexy playlist a lot Mm -hmm. is The Weeknd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I mean, power to you. Power to you if you're getting off to The Weeknd. (laughs) You know who I do like, though, who's kind Mm. of sexy is um, Mm. Miguel. Mm. Jefferson mm. him? No, I I feel like I would definitely recognize him, but I can't actually like it cannot come to mind. I was never a fan. Yeah, I only know like his hits, but it was good stuff. Yeah, dude, you know what? So Stephen was just making me watch um Bad Bunny opening the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just thinking to myself that um I can't understand anything that he's fucking saying, and he his voice sounds dumb, and every other part of his opening okay. is fucking awesome. Okay, thank you for saying that. I don't really know Bad Bunny that well, but I'm just like, that's the most ridiculous name for a popular <laughs> singer ever. <laughs> Why would you yeah. ever be Bad Bunny? Right? Very weird. Very odd choice. Don't really understand that. Like, I'm going to say like 10 out of 10 to anyone singing in a foreign language that also like gets into like top 10 list in the United States because that's like hard to break through in foreign languages. Yeah. So like, hooray for music in Spanish. But also, it's like he's just like not doing anything interesting with his vocals. I don't get it. But he is a very attractive man. Ten out of ten, sexy. Is he? Two out of two out of ten, music. Yeah, he's like fine. He's got a very long face. Yeah, I was I trying know. to. I was trying to be hip with the with the listeners. <laughs> I don't know what it was that much. <laughs> I, I was like, people people sexy. say that. People say that about him. Okay, <laughs> so I was funny. trying to say that. Okay, I accept, I accept. Yeah, but I would say music, not great. Grammy performance, though, as a whole, he had, like, a whole great band behind him. It was awesome. Lots of dancers. That was, like, a that was a 10 out of 10 performance, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to this other podcast where they just talk about how, like, hot Bad Bunny is and how his music is so good. And I'm just like, I don't understand the appeal. Wait, what podcast? Food for Thought. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just got distracted because I really wanted to, like, find out about that movie that I was trying to think of from my college years but I only know how to go about it in a very morbid way but like okay do you know that actor from like Star Trek I want to say like the new Star Treks who's like I young mean, and there's died. a lot of actors in there who died okay, he tragically died oh yeah 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 he was playing the Russian he was playing yes. Chekhov yes yeah okay so he's he's the star of this movie oh I Hard. never saw. Okay, never mind. That's as close as we're gonna get without googling. All right. <laughs> but anyway, it's well, very sad. I'm good. Um, yes. All right. Well, to move away from sadness and death, can you think of any other? Are there any other sexy songs that you <laughs> are a big fan of that you want to rate for the podcast? Recommend to um, yours? Actually, yes. Okay, I had the absolute thrill of my life going to Hot Bitch Dance class last weekend. As always with Julius, mm-hmm. incredible. Um. Mm-hmm. We got to dance to fucking I'm Bosse by Khalees, which is like, uh, yep. incredible. Imagine dancing to that, learning like a little step to that. Mm-hmm. So fun. And then he also, Julius, introduced me to this amazing song from the 80s called like Two of Hearts by like mm-hmm. Stacey Q or something. Okay. Super fun song. Try to listen to that. It's give- perfect for Valentine's Day. I'll give you a little rendition. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> and if you if you see me in person, there I also know a dance to it. So oh, I, will I cannot wait. Please, please <laughs> post on the Instagram anytime you have time to record. I will not be doing that, but it goes <laughs> two of hearts, two hearts that beat as one. Ooh. I need you, I need you. <laughs> two of hearts. It's a great Valentine's Day song. That sounds that sounds perfect. Perfect for Valentine's Day. I love that. Which, thinking back now, I realize that um, I'm pretty sure Julius picked that out for Valentine's Day. He's always, like, on theme with whatever the, like, nearest holiday is, you know? I love that. I love to see that. Incredible artistry. Yeah. That's and awesome. then 
we also danced to um when i grew up by the pussycat dolls which is also anything by the pussycat dolls is going to be sexy i feel like i only know that one that button song that's sexy <laughs> that's that's a sexy song okay when i was a teen taking hip-hop dance classes we did at one point because we would just do like small amounts of choreography to different songs we'd practice before we sort of landed on a song we'd have to perform in front of all of our family and friends um, but one of the songs that we did a little choreography was to that to the button song and I was like yes. in my sweatpants and my shirt and my t-shirt being like I'm very sexy right now <laughs> yes I love that mm-hmm. that I is still... like peak sexiness for a teen I feel like yeah 100% I'm with you on that um and then my only other valentine's day topic i could think of are just rating different classic valentine's day gifts okay yes yes chocolates obviously a 10 out of 10 well it depends on what chocolate i'm sorry if it's like whitman sampler that's zero (laughs) (laughs) i would still call that a five any any kind of sugar is going to be a five well any kind of chocolate sugar is going to be a five at like its lowest just by what it is because for me it's like it won't be good but i will still sort of like like shovel it into my face <laughs> in the kitchen after Sylvia screamed at me for a while like while she's not looking and I'll like enjoy that like enjoy a moment of happiness yeah maybe I would enjoy a Whitman sampler I feel like I just have this like negativity in my head about it well I'm I mean, very elitist also, about chocolate and well, I, I need to get say you're that. a classy lady I think yeah. you should embrace it but I mean liking C's is not elitist I feel like C's That's is true. chocolate of the people C's is definitely of the people I agree and it's so Californian it is yeah I had no idea. A classic wow. California treat. I've never been so proud to be a Californian. <laughs> I know. And also like like Dove chocolates. I will take Dove chocolates. Yeah. Dove is good. Another I, chocolate of the people. I love peanut butter m mm, Yeah. Yeah. Li- li- reviewers, if you want to send us Valentine's, <laughs> you're getting a little list right here. Okay. Also, I would say other classic Valentine's. Receiving a Valentine that somebody has made, handmade, 10 out of 10. That is a 10 out of 10 receiving like getting to do that thing in elementary school where you walk around and have the little box and everybody gets to drop their valentines oh so cute that should be honestly that needs to be like that how do we make this into an adult event i know i feel like you could easily host a party and that's like the theme and you give everyone a little paper mailbox and then everybody drops off their like valentines to everybody else and it would be so Mm -hmm. cute that would be really cute we should do that let's do it should become a part of every workplace yeah be I'd be for it. Probably get really inappropriate really quickly, unfortunately, because adults do different <laughs> things. That's but true. 10 out of 10 overall to the receiving and giving of Valentine's. Wait, what do you think of a teddy bear as a gift? Okay, that was definitely something I was going to bring up. I'm going to fucking call that a 0 out of 10. I don't, like, unless you're 5. Like, if you're a kid, great. No, not as an adult. <laughs> That's so funny because I feel like I've never received a stuffed animal or teddy bear as a gift. Mm-hmm for valentine like you know as an adult or whatever as yeah. a teen. but now i'm like if someone actually did that out of nowhere i'd be like oh <laughs> <laughs> it would be so unexpected <laughs> i guess that's true i mean honestly i mean really it's going zero out of ten is maybe a little extreme because i mean receiving a gift like you got to be grateful you got to be grateful yeah. you can't zero out of ten receiving a gift <laughs> of generosity true. but i would say overall i mean overall i think for me even as a kid like a bear like a teddy bear specifically because i'm imagining like a teddy bear holding a heart that says i love you like that you see everywhere yeah yeah like that is not something i ever wanted as a kid i wanted like realistic animals as animals (laughs) like i wanted like if i was gonna have a bear that i liked it was gonna like look like a bear not a teddy bear wow you're such a naturalist i love it uh yep yeah i just i want it i want the real deal i want (laughs) i want taxidermied bear (laughs) How do you rate a balloon for Valentine's Day that goes along with a little teddy bear? That goes along with the teddy bear? I feel like that's a that's a gift, you know, a balloon okay. and a teddy bear. <laughs> a balloon and a teddy bear, that is I mean, I love a balloon. Okay. I, I got to say I love a balloon. <laughs> just hours of fun, just batting that shit around. That is fun. Gonna, that is fun. <laughs> call that a 6 out of 10. Like I don't want these things, but I'm going to call it a 6 <laughs> out of 10 for the for the joy of a balloon. <laughs> Uh, that's not what, what i expected was... you to say i love it it is fun though. when i think <laughs> about it now i was like a balloon sucks like what's a balloon and then once you gave that explanation i'm like it's fun <laughs> it's fun to bat around 
Dude, I remember, okay, like a couple years ago, I was working with someone who basically went off about how balloons are basically just like, you're just creating litter and that people are always releasing balloons or accidentally leaving them outside and it just goes and gets stuck and like basically how yeah. just the oceans are filled with like deflated balloons. And I'm oh, just God. like, you really took the magic out of something for me and now every time I get a balloon I still enjoy it but I just hear her in the back of my mind just like thinking about uh, how I'm just gonna send this straight into the ocean when's the last time you got a balloon um my mom sent us balloons when uh Sylvia and I had COVID I mean they're mostly for Sylvia so that she could play with the balloons she sent us flowers and balloons it was super cute. cute that's really cute 10 out of 10 mom um I feel like a child loves a child loves balloons Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's what made me remember the joy of batting a balloon about is because I just did that with Sylvia. Like that was a, a really good COVID activity while we we're stuck inside was hitting balloons around which she was a little terrified of at first, but <laughs> she came around. She came around. Cute. So okay. cute. with jewelry, receiving jewelry. OK. And I'm like- and I, I want the rating of like I want the rating of sort of overall and then a rating for like jewelry that you really like and jewelry that you really don't like that's the thing i feel like jewelry yeah. is so hard mm-hmm. for a man to get <laughs> no <laughs> no not not like that but like i'm picturing like teenagers right i'm picturing like yeah teenage boys because like who like as an adult are yeah. we really doing valentine's day exactly like, it's an exactly. excuse for me to like maybe buy a steak but i'm not like i'm not out here looking for jewels exactly but when and i was like, a teen yeah were you looking for jewels as a teen did steven get I mean, jewels? no steven when has steven ever <laughs> anything it's oh. <laughs> not the, not correct no he definitely did not get me that stuff as a teen as a teen i think i would have wanted a grand gesture while also also hating it absolutely but never had it so you know it's, it was the thing i never had so i kind of wanted interesting it. i did get earrings i got earrings as a as a teen and they Aww. were nice but you know what it was i expressed explicitly what kind of a brand of jewelry mm-hmm. i liked available mm-hmm. at macy's it's a lucky brand okay mm-hmm. it's a lucky brand at the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i remember this i remember this brand and once that's been made clear then they can't really go too far astray you know they yeah yeah you gotta so. be really clear you can't just be jumping on giving somebody jewelry i remember in middle school um a friend of mine was given a necklace by a boy for Valentine's Day who had a crush on her. Cute. And it was like, we were like, this is like a $20 necklace that's like really expensive. But then also like she didn't like him. And it was like a very like, what do I do with this? It was a very uncomfortable uh, giving and receiving of gifts of Aww. her not wanting this attention. Um. Yeah, but I, I often think about that when I think about people giving jewelry on Valentine's Day. That's really cute and funny. Yeah. I love, I just want to take a moment and thank you. I feel like you are leading this pod for me. You've taken charge and <laughs> you're doing a really good job and I needed this energy in my life today. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I am here for you. I love you. And you are my true Valentine is, is the you reality here. Valentine. Speaking of, you know what's a, a romance about friendship and how amazing the love between friends is mm-hmm. the show girls and hmm. it holds up guys i rewatched a few episodes of girls and i'm like this show's so fucking funny it's so smart and it will live forever in my heart yeah, yeah. i mean i did really enjoy when i watched it i just didn't watch very much of it i think i watched a few seasons it was good yeah you it was good dude i love i love anything that celebrates friendship i love that Right, mm-hmm. such as Lord of the Rings. I just bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> the friendship again. Uh, um. Okay. I that was. I'm like. Do, are there any other Valentine's Day gifts that we need to rate? I listen. That that was the end of my Valentine's Day thoughts. Um. Wait. Chocolate dip strawberries. That's a classic. And you know what? I love them. Dude, I was gonna say I don't love chocolate dip strawberries. Okay. I feel like they're good. Okay, this is my issue. This is my issue. So if I had a bowl of strawberries sitting yeah. out in my home and then like a delicious strawberries and then I had a bowl of melted chocolate and I just <laughs> scooped up some chocolate with the strawberry and ate it, that is like a 10 out of 10. But having like a not very ripe 
cold ass strawberry <laughs> that has chocolate on it, like cold chocolate on it. I just like is not an experience I really enjoy. I think it's overrated. And honestly, for me, fruit and chocolate is not actually my favorite combination. Okay, interesting. I love a chocolate mm-hmm. strawberry. Fruit and chocolate. I mean, that's kind of the only fruit and chocolate that I really go for. Mm. Except that brings me to my next item, which is an edible arrangement. How do you rate an edible arrangement? Oh, you know, okay. I've never had. I have never had. But I got to say, it really seems like a three. Really seems like a three to me. <laughs> what's, okay. if, what's your experience? I have been sent an edible arrangement on Valentine's Day. On the very same day that I went to the hospital for appendicitis wow. I never never got to really enjoy the, the oh, no. arrangement because I was recovering for a while <laughs> oh, God. so that was a great time of my life but shout wow. out how would you rate appendicitis appendicitis is a zero <laughs> it's a zero it's <laughs> about what I thought I just wanted to know if there was maybe maybe silver lining it wasn't aware of. actually I feel like I, there's you know what I'm gonna give it a I'm going to give it a two because here's the thing. I felt extremely like proud of myself in a way because here's the thing. I was like, I feel weird. Mm -hmm. Not like crazy weird. Not like somebody driving to the hospital weird. But I was like, hmm, when I'm sitting perfectly still, I feel fine. And then if I stand up and walk every step that I take, I'm like clutching my abdomen. So I'm like, something is clearly wrong, but I wasn't Mm -hmm. like dying. Mm -hmm. But then this was my logic at the time. I was also 18 at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got the flu shot and so this isn't the flu and so I was like something must be wrong and that Mm -hmm. is what led me to ultimately get my RA's attention and have them like drive me to the hospital (laughs) dude hell yeah taking care of shit good for you exactly and then when it was actually appendicitis I was like wow I'm so smart for like getting to the hospital in time and that's also it's so like um I feel like I just am always assuming that, like, I must just be a fucking pussy over here. Like, exactly. This can't be a real problem. Um, and then you're like, no, this was, like, legit-ass appendicitis. You need to get that shit out of you. Yeah. It was very validating. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of the word validating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a weird, what a weird experience. Yeah. Okay. How about an actual flower arrangement? Not an edible one. An inedible arrangement. Um, good question. A beautiful flower arrangement obviously could be a could be for me an eight or a, an, honestly a seven because here's the thing they're so expensive and they're so ephemeral like it's really going to give you like two days of beauty in my experience. Mm. Mm. So I'm always just like oh the price the price. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that I mean that's that's for giving flowers but as far as receiving flowers I mean it's just you know they're spending so much money on you for such a brief thing that's that's gotta mean something. it's crazy though it's so crazy and also I haven't received that many like you know okay not nothing I haven't received any flowers but I feel like typical Valentine's Day flowers are like red roses right from the mm-hmm. grocery store and those I'm sorry to say I don't love them I don't <laughs> love them I'm not a big I don't I don't give a shit about that either. Like, I would never be sad about receiving roses. I think roses smell really good. But if I'm yeah. going to get roses, I want, like, I, I basically, like, for me, it's, like, the joy of flowers is, like, that they're colorful. Um, yeah. So having, like, monochrome red roses feels very silly to me when you could be getting me a beautiful arrangement of all the different kinds of roses. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, in my, like ignorance didn't even realize that like there were other roses besides just like grocery store roses and like for when we were <laughs> planning for our wedding I was like no roses because I thought they were gonna look like red roses from mm-hmm. the grocery store mm-hmm. but in fact there are actually tons of beautiful garden roses so those yeah. are different I have um, a wonderful wonderful family friend listener of the pod has an incredible, incredible rose garden, which is how, how I know about all these beautiful roses. Oh, but yeah, nice. I feel like if you're like going to like Safeway to pick up roses, you're not going to find like yeah. a beautiful bouquet of multicolored roses. But yeah, if you're talking to a legit ass florist, they can hook it up. They can definitely hook it up. Yeah. Also, no, my dream. Me... Oh, go ahead. My dream these days is to do the like Trader Joe's arrange it yourself situation. Mm hmm. No, What's Trader Joe's has such a solid deal on flowers always. I w- only ever buy bouquets. I basically stop buying bouquets for anyone for any occasion um, <laughs> because I don't live in a city with Trader Joe's anymore. If Trader Joe's in the city, I'll buy you flowers anytime. Yeah, right. Um, 
I was going to say, I love receiving flowers. For me, receiving flowers, I would say like an eight or nine out of 10, depending on the, on the arrangement. I love how flowers in my house. I love how they look. I think they're beautiful. They are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Note to you, Stephen. This comes out on Sunday, and Valentine's <laughs> Day is on Tuesday. Remember that I love flowers. Stephen does not give me flowers very much. I want to state for everyone. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> but so I like to. So I like to buy Stephen flowers, which he doesn't care about receiving at all. So it's actually a gift for myself. Um, so on different holidays, I'll buy Stephen flowers. It is actually me buying flowers for myself. But then I get the satisfaction of feeling like I did a nice thing. Um, and I also get to have flowers. Nice. Dude, you just saying that Valentine's Day is Tuesday just like struck a bolt of lightning through me because I'm like, that's like around the time that we'll be able to like test to see if my transfer worked for our like oh, embryo we... transfer. So I'm just like, ah. Should we go to the TTCC? Yeah, come on down. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want to see <laughs> if you could have a baby. <laughs> my voice was echoing back to me at a delay oh weird <laughs> it was very off-putting that's uncomfortable um, dude i have so many ttc things to review the first being frozen mm-hmm. embryo transfer mm-hmm. our first one actually went a lot smoother Woo! than i expected it went well guys it did not hurt it was extremely fast Efficient. I love my doctor, and if she gets me pregnant, I'm gonna love her forever. Gonna love her (laughs) even more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've literally played out in my head like so many times, like what I would say to like my favorite ultrasound tech or like the nurses or like my doctor if I if we finally get pregnant, and how I would Mm -hmm. just like cry. I like literally thinking about it makes me want to cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we did the transfer, and it was fine. And now we're just waiting, waiting, and it is kind of easy to go a little cray cray yeah i would be losing my fucking mind if i yeah (laughs) i'm losing it a little bit guys i had to decide what to eat for lunch today um because i was i took the day off at my doctor's recommendation took two Mm -hmm. days off at her request hell yeah but then i decided what to eat today because we didn't really have that many groceries around and that sent me into a little bit of a panic it's like (laughs) It's like you want to eat healthy, right? Because like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. This affects your chances. This affects the chances. Really, I should be eating fish. Fish is the only thing they'll tell you is like amazing for your fertility, blah, blah, blah. Ugh. I'm just like, I don't I'll tell you something. I fish. did not eat any fish. I did not eat any fish for my whole pregnancy. I think I maybe ate some sardines a couple times. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I hate fish. I can't do it. So that was a no-go for me. <sighs> but anyway, it was fine. I, I lived through it. I lived to... What'd you end up eating? Well, I was worried you would ask that. Okay. I had some healthy (laughs) foods in the morning. (laughs) In the morning for breakfast, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. I had two Brazil nuts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two prunes. No comment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I had some bone broth. Mm -hmm. So all of those, that's extremely healthy. And then I scrambled some eggs. So I was like, wow. I got worried that you were only going to list those three things (laughs) and that you weren't going to have had any other food. And I'm like, what? You ate like maybe like a quarter (laughs) cup of food. (laughs) No, the eggs were extremely good. And I put a lot of butter in them. And I also put Parmesan cheese on them. So they were great. Oh, hell yeah. Important protein, (laughs) fat, very important. But then that was breakfast. I was like, perfect. I'm doing great. And mm-hmm. then I was like, lunch, I needed to order delivery because, like, we didn't really have much. Unless I wanted <laughs> to just, like, make more eggs and have a repeat of the exact same stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was, like, going down a rabbit hole. And then I was like, oh, I really want a burger. And then I was, like, Googling, like, red meat early pregnancy. And, of course, mm. the internet is like, don't do it. Don't Ugh. do it. Dude. Um, so I couldn't do that. I ended up getting, like, a chicken sandwich. Like, basically mm-hmm. a chicken burger. Mm-hmm. Um, which was fine. It was fine. Yeah, um, I mean, I hope that your chicken burger was satisfying. I feel like all of the food stuff related to pregnancy is so fucking annoying. And, like, even stuff that I knew was dumb or bullshit or, like, not really that risky, um, it just, like, it would, it, like, fucking gets in your head. It gets in your fucking head of just, like, anything that they recommend doing against. Like, it's the same thing with, like drinking during pregnancy like obviously not recommended and if you talk to any like american doctor they're like well you should just have zero drinks but it's like 
in a lot of places, they're like, it's actually fine if you have a glass of wine from time to time. Like, you should not be anxious about it. You shouldn't really drink. But, like, you can have a glass of wine. You can have some beer. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, just, like, relax, chill. You're fine. Like, the only studies they've done on alcohol and pregnancy are, like, for people having five drinks a day is, like, mm-hmm. where they're like, you will have fetal alcohol syndrome, which is bad. Um, yeah. But it's, like, I, like, had a sip of Steve's beer at some point while I was pregnant and then just immediately, like, shame spiral, shame spiral. And it's, like, even though I know that it's, like, not a big deal, it's just, like, it was actually more stressful for me to try and, like, ha- like enjoy my fucking life than it was to just be exactly Absolutely anal about my diet <laughs> okay along those exact same lines here was their medical advice for me they mm-hmm. said take it easy over the next few days okay okay that's so broad and vague <laughs> that i'm like is getting out of bed okay <laughs> is walking to get water okay like i'm taking it to an absolute extreme mm-hmm. because just the suggestion of it you know what i'm saying is like right so stressful yeah like okay yeah. as soon as so i was only planning to take one day off work for the mm-hmm. transfer because that's what i thought was necessary because i had read like oh you can like resume normal activities like the next yeah. day whatever mm-hmm. but then literally as i'm like lying like feet in the stirrups like catheter in like everything mm-hmm. <laughs> my doctor's like so what are your plans for tomorrow and i was like oh i was gonna go back to work and and i was literally immediately just like oh but like what do what like tell me what I should do yeah she's like well I mean like if you can take it off like you can rest or whatever and I was like oh uh, I mean absolutely absolutely yeah. now yeah. I have no choice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly the suggestion is very powerful mm-hmm. a doctor's suggestion yeah uh there's like no no greater manipulation basically yeah doctors yeah. are very powerful mm-hmm. they have a lot of authority they have a lot of authority they do um but you know what i think whatever decision you're making is the right one because that's why you're really i think you're doing excellent work and you know what can i give you one more review oh i would love it i would like to review pio shots guys these Mm. are progesterone and oil shots they're the butt shots guys the bigger needle goes into your butt Mm -hmm. gives you progesterone Thought, I thought I was getting away with not having to do these, and I was so stoked. <laughs> but then we got a call yesterday after our transfer that was like, oh, your progesterone's low. Actually, you should do some of these shots. And I was like, fuck. Wow. <laughs> so I will say zero out of ten to the look of the pio shot, okay? The needle, mm-hmm. way too big. It's an inch and a half. That's too long for a needle that's going to be going into your butt. Mm-hmm. So the look is a zero. The actual pain level I'm giving, like, is not, I don't know, how do I, what, pain scale is different. It wasn't painful, guys. It's not painful, which was a re- oh. huge relief to me. I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting. I was really, really scared. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it was scary for Adrian, too. He was the one doing it, and you have to, like, dart it in. Like, you have to really quickly insert, like, the whole needle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I'm so, so stressful. It was, but then it was actually completely fine, and I, like, barely felt it, and it was fine. And then I put the heating pad, which I'm obsessed with, on afterwards, because you're supposed to, like, heat mm-hmm. is supposed to help, and that was great. So I recommend that. Well, good. I'm glad that it was not as bad as you thought it would be, even though it sounds not fun at all. Right? Big needles do not like. Yeah. Big needles do not like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have a review for us? How about motherhood? Um, yeah, what time is it? What time is that? Oh, wait, why did I, uh, wait, I forget wait. how this works. It's <laughs> like trying to look through my notes for like any baby related content, and then I just like forgot how my segment works. <laughs> Whatever, it right. it's time for the motherhood minute. Okay, um, I wanted to rate. Have I talked about the wiggle room? No, I don't I'm think excited. I I've only I've only been once before. Um, so on Tuesdays and Thursdays in Benicia, the city has this gym gymnasium that they basically fill with a bunch of toys for appropriate for ages zero to five. They put out some like play mats. They put out like a little plastic slide. There's a bunch of like cars and shit, playhouses, bunch of cool stuff. And you pay a dollar fifty and you just go. It's open for like a couple hours and your kid can just have at it. Um, so we awesome. did this. 
we did this once in the fall. Sylvia immediately had a fever like one day later. <laughs> this was definitely, she was definitely more in the phase of putting her mouth on everything. So I'm really hoping that this time, like given that we, so that was like early in the fall before we were just sick constantly. So we we're sick constantly the entire fall winter up until pretty recently. <laughs> so I'm hoping, so I was like, okay, we're going to try again. Cause when we're finally healthy enough that we can go, we're not actively sick. So we can go do things on a Tuesday. And also, maybe she won't immediately get sick. She'll have already been sick with the things these kids are going to give her. Because it is just like a bunch of kids all handling, putting their mouths on these fucking toys. Because they're like, it's zero to five-year-olds. They don't have a lot of control. They're picking their noses. They're touching the stuff. Yeah. Um, so we go. And first of all, I'm awkwardly like, are there any parents here to talk to? And also, do I talk to them? And also, once they talk to me, do I immediately decide that I want to try and engage a conversation or not? Because, you know, I'm always <laughs> scoping to see if there's parent friends. So I'm being a weird social person of like, and also every time I see like a newborn, like sometimes parents are there with like their toddlers. There's like a dad holding like a newborn baby following around the toddler. And I was having this like compulsion to like offer to hold his baby because I wanted to hold the tiny baby so bad Aww. and I'm just like I can't just offer a stranger like like who's like also like 15 feet away from me like not even close <laughs> to me I can't just like walk up while I'm also just trying to watch my own child and just be like if you just if you want me to hold your baby I'll just hold your baby like, just let me know, I'll just hold your baby. like that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> that's cute though. but I was having crazy just like watching all the babies everybody's so cute um, so I would say um, four out of ten to my social skills, mostly kept to myself. <laughs> um, and then also probably a four out of ten to Sylvia's social skills as well. So Sylvia kind of sat on a little um, one of those some little like car thing that she could push with her feet. She kind of just moved from different car thing to push around on. But she didn't actually really figure out how any of them worked to go very far. She kind of just kick back and forth in one spot and like stare stone faced at different children. Um, and then point at toys that she wanted to use that they were using and look at me being like, eh? Eh? <laughs> um, and so at some point she got into one of those like cars where actually there's like a little door and you sit in it. She liked sitting in that for a while. And then we went on to the slide. The slide was like, okay, now she's like a social baby and like actually having fun running around and not just sitting and staring. She's like wanting to do a thing. Mm hmm. But she gets to the top of the slide. She sees another little girl from across the gym, like where she left her car, has gotten into the car she was just in. <laughs> and she starts pointing at it to me, being like, rah, rah. That's like her sound that she makes is rah, all the time. And I'm just like, you're not using it. You can't have it. And she just sort of was looking at it jealously uh, periodically <laughs> as we just went on the slide over and over again. Um, the slide for Sylvia is definitely a 10 out of 10. Um <laughs> And what was really good is that basically, like, I think I need to keep taking her because, like, she's an only child, you know? Yeah. She doesn't share a lot. She doesn't really share. Doesn't really understand sharing. Doesn't really have an interest in sharing. <laughs> and so suddenly having kids using the same toys as her and, like, there is a bunch of kids. Like, we've taken to her the park a number of times, but it's never very, it's never been very busy where she's having to, like, wait for turns on stuff. So the slide, there were a few kids wanting to learn the slot, be on the slide. So I would tell her, I'm like, you have to wait. You have to wait at the bottom of this, like the steps to go up because like I don't want her to like run over the other kids. Um, and she started saying the word wait back at me because I'm like, you have to wait. And she'd point at the slide and go, wait, wait. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. And I was so proud that she learned that. And she waited so well for other kids to use the slide. Um, and yeah, that was like a, I would say... I mean, we'll see if she gets sick. So I'm gonna give it a. Yeah. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten right now. Um, it was fun, and also then she was so wiped out. So basically, she started to fall asleep in the car. Woke up as soon as we parked, though. But basically, almost immediately went down for a nap when we got home, which was a fucking miracle because she's been giving me absolute fucking hell going to bed since weaning. Like I'm like, we're in February now. It's more than a month later, and she still is like rages at me at bedtime most of the time now mm. it was absolutely Wait. terrible that's unfortunate i had a stroke yeah. of genius though mm. because you guys have this huge open backyard have you ever thought of getting a slide back there well i haven't uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i actually okay since we're in the motherhood minute um the other act this is i mean this is a motherhood this is also um 
a um our house towards the end of the street the yard is a fucking mess kind of update <laughs> um so since i had so much success taking her to the wiggle room and her getting totally exhausted i'm like i'm gonna like i need to play with her outside more like and just take her mm-hmm. out and about more so that she could be running around mm-hmm. um so we went so i've been doing and also I need to do some yard work because like the ground's all soft because it actually rained and like our yard is made of weeds. Many different random grasses have sprouted since it rained. So I'm like, I'm going to start trying to pull out some of the stickers. So I'm going to take her outside. First of all, she just runs in circles some half the time going, go, 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 <laughs> which I love. 10 out of 10 to that. She also, there's like a little glass jar that I just, I don't know, at some point threw outside for some reason she plays with now. And she'll, like, go and collect leaves in it and then dump it out on me, which is, like, I don't know, six out of ten. Don't like to be covered in the old oak leaves, but also it keeps her busy to go just collect leaves for a while. Um, But anyway, so I'm, like, digging around, pulling shit up out of the ground, pulling up weeds. And I'm like, oh, what's this, like, green plastic shit? And then I'm, like, finding it again in other spots. There's all this green plastic netting in my fucking yard. And so what this is from Googling... Is that when people buy like the sod, like to put lawn in, mm-hmm. sometimes it comes in rolls. And the cheaper version that you can get has this, they call it degradable, um, not biodegradable, but mm-hmm. degradable green plastic netting that like is holding all the stuff together. Mm. Um, so clearly they use that. It's not actually, it's not biodegradable. It degrades and it like it becomes microplastic into the environment. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just uh, all up under all the dirt in my fucking yard. So it was cool since all the dirt is soft. There was a, a few different spots when I was out there where I was able to sort of get around a good enough section of it where I was actually able to pull up the whole roll. So like Thanks. the actual soil just rolled up like a little fruit roll up. And then <laughs> I kind of just and I was able to shake out the the netting and throw out big pieces of it and kind of uh, smoosh all the dirt back. Also Thanks. worms. Dude, I, like, haven't been working in, like, actual ground basically since I lived at home and my mom would force me to garden with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, there's fucking worms everywhere. The fuck yeah. is this? Worms so, are cool. They are cool. They're also kind of gross. Like, I don't want to <laughs> touch – I don't want to touch wriggly stuff in the ground. I don't like that. But I also want a garden. And I'm having to come, like, deal with this sort of mental <laughs> blockage I have, which is, like, yeah, it's, like, good to have worms in the ground and they're supposed to be here why i don't this is this is hard for me but i'm I'm getting around that so worms right now for me are a six out of ten i'm hoping to get to a 10 out of 10 place with them when i get zen in my gardening but anyways all this fucking plastic in my yard that's a fucking one out of ten i'm just gonna like be slowly digging it up over time as i dig up different areas of the yard um but it's super fucking annoying i don't like it damn damn Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. a lot of work yeah, I needle faulted a worm this this past week. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, it looks weird. Um, anyway, <laughs> I love I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Well, um, can I just take a hard left turn? I would love that because I have a cultural review, guys. We went to yeah. theater last weekend. Ooh, the theater. Um, Adrian and I we saw women talking. Okay, tell me more. Listen, women need to be talking about this movie because oh. it's good, guys. I loved it. I'm actually going to rate it, and this is big for me. I'm oh. rating it a 9 out of 10. <gasps> I okay. found it extremely interesting and extremely powerful and compelling, and it is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Definitely know what you're getting into. I would say read the little two-sentence like summary on Rotten Tomatoes before you go. No, no before you go. Wait, you tell me. You tell me. What is the two sentence? Um, so basically, it's a Mennonite community, which is like mm-hmm. Amish, question mark. Mm-hmm. It's different, but mm-hmm. it's the same. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. um, um, so it's like a Mennonite community, and basically all the women are gathering to meet to figure out what to do because there's been ongoing like horrible sexual assault against all oh, the women God. in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's like you know that going into the, like mm-hmm. they they share that at the very beginning, and there's nothing graphic, nothing graphic is shown, which is like to mm-hmm. their credit, I think. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good movie. That it's sounds good. really interesting. 
yeah so it's yeah it's just it's really fun to be like wow there's only women in this movie and you get to hear them talking folks you get to hear them talking a lot wow it was made for the Bechdel test exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know what else um passes the Bechdel test that is a movie I watched um, I watched Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever recently. Okay, haven't seen it. Have read about it. Yeah, basically, I thought it was okay. Like, maybe it's like a 6 out of 10 for me. Um, I liked the first one. Basically, this is my major problem with this movie. My major problem with the first Black Panther movie, which I liked a lot more. I think it was a lot more cohesive. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, this one had a significant challenge, which is like... What's the what's the main actor's name who played Chadwick Black Panther? Boseman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was like, is I I was like, is that a real name? I couldn't remember. <laughs> okay. Because he passed away tragically. Um, so they're sort of having to make this movie that is going to they're trying to make it as successful as the first Black Panther and interesting and like uh, you know, follows naturally, but then also like there's this off screen death that had to have happened. Um but anyways, basically, I just have, a, like, this is the problem, which is that I like the villains too much, and I think that maybe the villains are actually the good guys in these movies, <laughs> and then they have to be the ones that lose. Um, I think politically, the Black Panther movies um, are, I mean, exactly what you would expect from a from a Marvel movie, but it is just disappointing. But I love, I love a... Love indigenous characters. We love. Um, yes, yeah. I read about like Mayan. I want to say influences on like some of the design and stuff. Yeah, I want to say yes. I'm like Stephen's gonna fucking murder me for not knowing. So I'm like maybe it's Aztec instead of Mayan, but I don't. I don't. Now I'm like now I'm not sure. Yeah, um, this was all. All of my information is coming from one Newzella article. <laughs> it's not the best source. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's basically like a, a tribe in Mexico that is, um, has like, uh, isolated themselves and transformed in their way. And, uh, those are sort of the, the main enemies. I mean, you see it, you see it in the trailer, you see it in the trailer. Um, but I just want them to win. I just want them to win the whole time. Um, I don't think that the message that, uh, the movie shares is particularly good. Um, Yeah. What's the message? Um, I just feel like basically Wakanda is like, what if we just allow, like, we'll we'll call the Western countries colonizers, we'll call, we'll say how bad that is, but then also we'll just let them do that forever and it's fine and we'll actually like completely protect all of these like white people. It's very unradical. And then also like as Stephen constantly complains about, I'm like, he's like, it's a fucking monarchy. Like you just can't be that radical when it's a monarchy. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, I'm I don't have a good sense because I saw the original Black Panther on a plane and I, yeah, you know when you see something <laughs> on a plane and it's like it's not the same experience. <laughs> nope. It's certainly not. It's yeah. certainly not. I like have this thing for watching like basically I have a really hard time watching movies on airplanes like I feel sick just like I feel like in part I always feel kind of gross on airplanes and then watching a movie that close because the screen is so close to you Mm. um I just like I don't know it's really hard for me to focus and it makes me feel kind of gross so something that I tend to do on planes is silently watch someone else's movie screen (laughs) like several (laughs) seats in front of me if I can see it um i'm trying to think of like i think i watched most of um i watched most of that freddie mercury movie of that queen movie um silently on a plane um and what a bunch (laughs) of episodes of some a bunch of episodes of uh the handmaid's tale i saw as as a silent film uh, (laughs) watching someone else's screen as it like kind of passed in and out of sleep on an airplane and that's um it's i would say it's not the best way to absorb the media it's not the best wait speaking of airplanes <laughs> do you think you're gonna be able to come out here when i have a baby and hold my dude baby? yes <laughs> obviously that's a huge priority huge i need priority. the on-air i need the on-air promise <laughs> yes 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 i was already talking to steven about that Oh, it would be so great. It would be so great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. 
I know. It's so exciting. Okay, yeah. And so I do, I wanted to ask you, we can cut this out if you don't want to answer it on air, but I was wondering, do we want to take a TTCC break for like a few weeks to give you some privacy now that you've experienced the transfer so you can sort of like have your own processing as you like get blood test results and are like whatever you're experiencing or do we are we just going to play it by ear what do you want to yeah that's a good question I feel like let's just see how I feel next week because maybe I'll be like oh I totally feel like talking about this and like maybe I'll be like I actually don't feel like talking about this and then we'll just we'll steer clear okay cool that sounds good that sounds good we'll just yeah so reviewers just uh bear with us bear with us um okay I have another review this would be my last one that is somewhat valentine's day related okay um this is totally changing gears which is i want to review tempering chocolate Mm. um i have to make chocolate truffles for valentine's day dinner at work and my boss is like oh you can like can you like make chocolates and you like temper chocolate stuff and i was like oh yeah sure 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 um, meanwhile, I have not successfully tempered chocolate since I was in baking school in <laughs> 2009. Um, <laughs> so I really, uh, told, I have very confidently said, yeah, yeah, I can totally do something to my boss multiple times of this job being like, oh yeah, I've definitely done that before. It's totally fine. Knowing that like, I've just fucked it up a lot of times and haven't done it consistently. <laughs> Um, so this is one of those things. So I decided, so I was like, okay, I'll make a batch of truffles at home. See how it goes. And so I watch, um, I watch one video. I watched Sola, um, who was formerly on Bon Appetit. Um, I watched her video on her Instagram reels of her tempering chocolate. It was great. Sola, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 to everything she does. Um, Every time you've said this, sorry, I think of like, I think that you're saying Zola at first and I'm like, Zola, like the French like author, but anyway, go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyways, and then I, so I watched her video. I, consulted my chocolate techniques workbook that I had when I was in baking school in 2009 um, and used those numbers and I made some ganache scooped it hand dipped those chocolate truffles because I don't have molds I will not have molds at work I'll be hand dipping all this shit mm. um, and you know what came out perfectly came out fucking great um, it was nice. a 10 out of 10 experience really hoping that it will be 10 out of 10 when I do it at work tomorrow um when i have to do like a hundred of them instead of 10 um but uh yeah so so far it was a 10 out of 10 i would say the nervousness does kind of bring it down to more like a seven or eight but it was really not as bad as i thought it would be that's awesome and i also did want to say i'm not surprised that you're doing great this because you are married to a master of truffles if i remember correctly <laughs> to my own special truffle pig <laughs> didn't he woo you with truffles at one point steven did woo me with truffles um yeah on we my birthday was like a week after we started dating and he made me chocolate truffles and gave them to me and here wait let me let me share this okay when he gave, he made me chocolate truffles which is so cute steven was really into making chocolate truffles as a teenager so cute 10 so out of 10. cute so cute he gave me some flowers from his yard so cute 10 out adorable 10. and then i remember walking home with him and i was gonna like share my chocolates with him he had given me and he was like no no no, it's fine i have like a bunch inside and so like mm-hmm. then me realizing that he only gave me a, like a, a small <laughs> proportion or i think in, i don't actually know what the proportion was it could have been most of them but knowing that he didn't give me all of them and that he so casually was like no no no, i got a bunch for myself later <laughs> really really broke my heart when I, was, when I was a week into this relationship as a 17 year old <laughs> that's really funny and cute i think that's extremely funny 10 out of 10 to that story now it was um i mean honestly it was i mean it was a 10 out of 10 at first when he gave me the gifts and then realizing it brought it down to like an eight because it was still extremely nice (laughs) but i was just like what the fuck (laughs) i look forward to um having to getting to see steven's reaction to me sharing that story uh when he listens to this podcast later yeah and also, I want to say shout out to Steven. I feel like I've also had Steven's truffles. Not gifted. Just mm-hmm. a, t- a taste. Mm-hmm. And a taste I- of his truffle. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Reviewers, this is not a euphemism, okay? That would be gross. Um, but they were very good, I will say. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, my memory of them is like, wow, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's, uh, he's, he's good at what he does. He's good at what he does. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> this way. Uh, do, do you have any final any final review that you want to do or should we close it out i think we should close and i have a song for you to close oh hooray it's not a parody though it's just a song a regular i would love it i would love it loving you is easy because you're beautiful <laughs> making love to you Ah. Oh, so beautiful so <laughs> i'm snapping I'm snap it snaps for you that was so beautiful reviewers hope you enjoyed that that was a 10 out of 10 a very musical episode for us <laughs> um only i do not know the original of that song just the well, clip that is sung in vegas vacation <laughs> you know what that's all you needed to know i wouldn't have known because it was a perfect 10 out of 10 rendition of a 10 out of 10 song perfect all right, reviewers, you know how to get at us. Franemapod at gmail.com. The Instagram is at their crew pod. Text us, send us notes, send us Valentine's. You heard all of our favorite gifts. We would love to see you. But I hope you all have a very happy Valentine's Day and just a happy day. Yay, happy Valentine's Day and happy day. And happy Valentine's Day to you, my Valentine. My Valentine. Okay. Oh, now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm the love of my life. You're the best. And I wish you good night. <laughs> I bid you a very professional good day. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.